This is episode 386, Stop Dating People with Problems You Can't Solve with Amber. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you for being here. Before we dive into this episode, which is about breaking bad dating patterns, I want to invite you all to our next group coaching call, which I'm going to be co-hosting with my husband, and it's all going to be about love and calling in your partner. So for anyone who is even mildly interested in calling in an epic relationship, even if you want your own relationship to be more epic and you want to reinvent it. But mostly this call is for people who are single, not in relationship, and are ready to call in their person. Let go of exes, get over heartache, and call in that side-by-side partnership, that conscious relationship that you deserve and desire. So it is going to be on February 7th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time, and it's only 20 bucks. So just go to christinehasler.com slash group. Again, that's christinehasler.com slash group. 20 bucks. If you can't make a live, no problem. You can get the recording. Steph and I will teach a bit, and then we will be taking questions, and we will be doing live coaching, which is such an amazing way to learn. You know, calling in my partner was an area in my life I struggled so much with for years and years and years. And I finally did it. (laughs) I finally figured out how to do it. And now I'm really passionate about sharing it with others. So again, christinehassler.com slash group. And today's call is so beneficial no matter what your relationship status is. Because once again, we are tracking how a current day problem, (laughs) challenge, whatever we want to call it, tracks back to an unmet need from childhood. Seems to always go back there, doesn't it? But I love this episode because we actually do some inner child work on the call. And I know a lot of you wonder, how do I do inner child? How do I connect with that part of me? And this is a beautiful example of how easy it is to connect with that part of us. It doesn't have to be this big, fancy, elaborate, complicated thing. It's easy to find that part of you. So I think you're really gonna enjoy this episode. As you are listening, consider, did you have a parent that you had to parent? Did you have a parent that really did not meet your needs as a child? Do you have a pattern of rescuing people in relationship, calling in partners that just got so many problems and you think you can solve them or you see their potential and then you just realize that you're most likely in a codependent situation that is hopeless? Do you want a conscious, healthy relationship, but you just don't know how to shift the pattern that you're in? And finally, do you know how to mother or father that inner child, those tender parts of you. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Amber. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor. I am obsessed with these products. You've heard me talk about them before. If you listen to the show, Kitchenware by Caraway. I am a stickler for non-toxic products, and I didn't mean to have a pun when I said stickler, but why it's a pun is because I love nonstick pans, but I hate the toxins that are in them. And I've bought a lot of non-toxic cookware and everything sticks to it, no matter what you do. And it's hard to clean and stuff doesn't turn out that great. Finally, I found Caraway. I am so happy with their products. I bought the whole full suite of Caraway products and I feel confident using them because I know they don't have any of the toxic materials 
with all those hard to pronounce chemicals that you do not want in your food and in your body. So their naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter and you get those slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. All sets also come equipped with easy storage solutions so that no stacking is required. And this cookware looks really fabulous. It's, I got this green color and I love it. Like I'll leave it out on the stove just because it looks good. So here is how you can take advantage of this amazing offer of getting 10% off your Caraway purchase. Go to carawayhome.com slash over it and use promo code over it at checkout. That's C-A-R-A-W-A-Y-H-O-M-E.com slash over it. Use promo code over it at checkout. Again, caraway.com slash over it. All right, everybody. And now to my coaching call with Amber. Amber, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to be talking with you. So the thing I would like help with is I have a pattern of dating men with problems. Mm. I think it's linked to my relationship with my mother, but I would say maybe a pattern towards like codependency. It's something I'm aware of because I'm 25 now, but when I look back at the kind of boyfriends that I've had since I was a teenager, there's about four of them where they've all had, I guess, some significant problems. Mm. And I have been the kind of like air quotes, like together one. And it's, it's a pattern I would really like to, to shift. Okay. Okay. So you've thought about this, right? Yeah. Tell me more about where you think it comes from and how you've tried shifting it so far. Okay. Yeah. So I think it comes from my relationship with my mother. So she was very, very badly abused as a child. Mm. As a result, my whole childhood, I think she's been very emotionally unavailable, very cold, very distant. And I've always had this feeling of kind of looking out for her and worrying about her. Sometimes the, like the imagery I've used before is that she kind of reminds me of like a baby bird. Uh, and I've mm. got to kind of take care of her because she's very fragile. Mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, and I've done quite a bit of work, I guess, to to try and heal this. So I started therapy about five years ago and I've been kind of on and off since then. But I've been with the same therapist now for the last year. And we've definitely made progress, but I feel like I have this intellectual knowledge of what's going on. but. Right it's not shifting. Right. Right. So I think you are, you're pretty clear about why this happens. We look for familiar and there's, there's love, there's what love is. And then there's the love we learn and we all learn not necessarily what love is, but what, how we try to get love. Let me try to say that a better way. Very few people in their childhood experience pure, unconditional love. They often have to come up with strategies to feel loved. And they often Mm -hmm. never do really feel loved unconditionally. And so your strategy to feel loved and to make sure, because as a child, if our parent isn't okay, we're not okay. We have to make sure our parent's okay because they're supposedly the ones taking care of us. So your mom baby bird. And I think that's a beautiful way to explain it. Yeah. Not because she was a bad person, but just because of her really awful childhood where she definitely didn't feel love or safe or any of the things that children deserve to feel. 
she yeah. was very fragile. And so you, as a kid, kind of were parentified. And that's very yeah. confusing when we move into a parental role with our child. But that's how we know to connect. So for you, even though you know, I don't want to date people with problems. It's how you know how to do relationship. It's how you know how to do love. Yeah. So you keep seeking it out. So I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just kind of summarizing it. So yeah. then it's like, okay, well, what do I do about it? Well, yeah. in these men that you've dated in the past that were that you rescued or that were projects or whatever we want to call them, yeah. what attracted you to them? What was attractive about them to you? Yeah, it's interesting. I think some kind of vulnerability, like I do think they provoked in me this desire to kind of hold, almost hold them to my chest in a kind of like maternal way. Like mm -hmm. I think there was something about their fragility that I, I took for kind of sensitivity or emotional mm -hmm. depth mm -hmm. when most of the time that hasn't really been the case. They've just right. had a lot of problems. Yeah. Well, that's a very, very emotionally intelligent observation you just made yeah. of like, oh, wow, I thought this is vulnerability, but it's actually, it's more just them revealing the problems. So I yeah. think you're farther along in this than you're giving yourself credit for. And thank you. Well, are you in a relationship with someone right now who is a project? No. So this is something as well. So the last person was about three months ago now mm -hmm. and it's always the same pattern as well in that we date for th kind of three or four months and then I'm the one to end it because I know that I deserve better. And so I'm, I'm proud of that and I give myself credit for that. Yes. But, but the attraction that leads me to them is still there in the first place. Yeah. I'm getting frustrated now because it's like three or four months with someone who's sucky and doesn't treat me right is it's better than a long period with them, but it's still, it's too much to be right. with someone like that. Right, 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 right. Okay. So this is one of the things that's going to take two pieces. It's going to take really healing yeah. your relationship with your mom inside of you yeah, and having some pretty clear guidelines in place for dating for yourself that you don't stray from. Yeah. That you don't stray. So what do you think some of the red flags early on? So let, let's do with the easier one first. The easier one is to deal with the here and now. The harder one is to deal with the wounding of not having a mom that was really emotionally available yeah. for you because it's the same, right? Mom wasn't really emotionally available for you in the way that you needed. And the only way you could connect yeah. to her was through rescuing her and protecting her. And now you're attracted to guys that are the same. So know that the attraction is coming from your past, right? It's coming yeah. from it's your little girl picking these men of like, oh, well, maybe I'll get the love and the connection that I never got from mom from this guy. So he seems like her. Yeah. So I'll pick him. Right. Often chemistry is really great in those issue based relationships yeah, as well. Yeah. That's so yep. something I would say as well. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. That's when I, when people are like, oh, I have great chemistry. It's just hot chemistry from the beginning. I usually say run the other direction as fast as you can or be in so the relationship, be in the relationship and get the learnings, you know, but just yeah. know it's probably going to end. So we'll start with the, not for lack of a better word, easier one first. Yeah. What are some of the, the red flags right from the get go that are there that maybe you have ignored? 
Yeah, like active addiction. Okay. So the last the last guy was um, basically smoking weed every day. Okay. Just, I guess, emotional instability, like a lot of mood swings, a lot of unpredictability. Okay. And also just quite, I guess, quite significant low self-esteem. So the last guy I dated would, you know, actively tell me how much he didn't like himself. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to write all these things down yeah. of all the guys that you've dated. And luckily you're getting at this young. It's not like you're calling me when you're 65 and you've had, you know, a history and a pattern and ex-husbands and children with this kind of archetype. You're, you're getting at this at honestly the age that is totally appropriate. So you're not behind. You haven't wasted time. This is great. And for anyone who's listening who is older, you still got time too. But particularly in our 20s, that's just the prime time. That's why I wrote so many self-help books for people in their 20s because I'm like, this is I've the window. <laughs> this yeah, is the I like them a lot. So you're you're right on track and you're more emotionally intelligent than than most people that are you know 40 years older than you. So I just want to reassure you of that, Thank that you're doing you. really, really great. And I want you to write all these things down like all these things yeah. down. And anytime you date someone, review the list repeatedly. And if there's any of those things, you have to end it. And I want you to make a voice recording for yourself that you can play of like talking to yourself, be like, Amber, I know yeah. you're going to try to say, but this one is different or, you know, make excuses or whatever. It may be the ways you justify, but just know that this isn't the direction you want to go. And little Amber, I see you and I know that you are wanting the connection with this person because he reminds you of mommy, but this isn't mommy and we're not going to get what we didn't get from mommy from this person, but I will give you that. Yeah. I will work on that with you, which segues me into the healing work. And this is really about mothering yourself. See, if you were actually mothering yourself the way that the little one inside you is really desiring, you wouldn't need to go out and mommy all these boys. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that's my therapist has said something similar. Mm -hmm. And I feel that frustration where I'm like, why do I feel so much compassion for these men and not for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Why do you think? I don't know. It just it feels harder for myself. Like I, I don't, I don't know. What do you think of yourself? I'm working on it, but I can, I definitely struggled with not feeling great about myself, not feeling like mm -hmm. I deserve, I think, not feeling like I deserve love, I guess. Mm -hmm. mm. And what makes you think you don't deserve love? Because <laughs> my own mother couldn't love me. Yeah. And how much of that had to do with you? <laughs> yeah, not a lot. Nothing. Zero. Yeah. And I know I, the emotions are there and I have so much compassion for that. You know, as a mama myself, I just want to come mother you, <laughs> give you a big hug and tell you how lovable you are. And I know it feels like she didn't love you and, and like you said, couldn't love you. And in so many ways, that's true. She was very hurt and for lack of a better word, damaged yeah. and never had the opportunity to heal, to heal. And it was probably very triggering for her to have a child 
Because when we have a child, all our childhood gets triggered subconsciously. And we don't even know what's happening. We don't even know what's happening. But it's happening. So imagine like having, growing up in abuse and then having a child of your own and it being so confusing. Like wanting to give this child a beautiful, great life, but at the same time, all your own stuff coming up. And so she, in a lot of ways, regressed back into being a child. And that doesn't change the fact that as a little girl and still today, you felt like your mom really didn't love you the way you wanted to be loved or deserve to be loved. And that's a big, ouch, that's a big pain point. And I feel that and I'm acknowledging that and I'm reassuring you that the struggle that you're having, like like I said earlier, you're doing way better than you could be doing given everything that's happened in your life. So I think that if I were you, I would take a year off of dating and you're like a year, but that goes by so quickly. I would take a year off of dating and I would really focus my, my attention, my awareness, my healing work on working with that little girl and remothering myself and grieving the relationship I didn't have with my mom. Because you can talk about it for a while, but then there's the actual connecting to the inner child, like really connecting back to the little girl and helping her feel loved. So let's just, let's just connect with her right now. When you just close your eyes for a moment and take a couple deep breaths and tell me when you can feel a connection to younger parts of you. Yeah, I can feel that. Okay. And if you were just to look at this younger part of you, how old does it seem you are? Five or six. Five or six. Okay. So let's just tell that little one that she's safe. And we see her. And we love her. And is there anything that she wants to say? She wants to feel noticed, like she wants to feel acknowledged and seen and like somebody's giving her attention. Mm. So can you do that for her? Can you notice her and acknowledge her and give her some attention verbally? Uh, I see you. your hunger to be loved and I tell you that you you do deserve that and you will have that and I will give it to you what do you see in her when you look at her what do you see I see I see somebody hungry. I see somebody hungry for for love and to be noticed and um, and acknowledged and seen. See these like big eyes that are kind of saying, "Notice me." Mm. 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 What else do you notice about her? Oh, like. 
her vulnerability and her fragility and that she's somebody to be taken care of, treated gently. Hmm. 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 Do you tell her all the reasons that she's so lovable? No, you want me to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have a very big heart and you're very gentle and soft and loved and special and you matter and you deserve the things that you want. You didn't do anything wrong. I see you. Yeah. Hmm. What do you want to tell her about her own mother? That her her mother's incapacity to love her isn't a reflection of how much she deserved to be loved. Right. They're not, the two aren't um, dependent on each other. They're not connected. Hmm. Hmm. Does she get that? Just check in with her. Does she really get that? I think maybe that was a bit too wordy. A yeah, bit too, how can I think you say I it say to you, little girl? Way. Yeah. Um, it's got nothing to do with you. It. You're perfect the way that you are. Hmm. Hmm. Does she understand that? Yeah. 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 Check in with her. See if she has any questions or anything she wants to say. She feels sad that I didn't see her for so long. Hmm. She was kind of desperate to be loved and I didn't I didn't see her and mm-hmm. that makes me feel sad. Yeah. Well can you apologize for that and own that with her? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry I didn't see you then but I see you now and I'm gonna keep on seeing you you can feel safe with me Hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. and so this is the work my love this is the work is helping her feel safe and helping her feel seen and right now, dating is a distraction. It takes time and energy away from her. So would you be willing yeah. to not date for a year? Yeah, I would. I'm, I wasn't expecting you to say that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little, um, it's taken me aback a little bit. But yeah, I can, 
um, I, I put a lot of faith in your guidance. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. open to that. Well, and it's, it's just guidance. It's not yeah. authority. It's not the rule. It's not, you know, you have to trust your own inner knowing and intuition above all else. Yeah. But I really encourage you to, because it's, it is a distraction. And until this relationship with your inner child and that own mother and within you is more solid, I have a feeling you're going to, you may repeat the pattern and it's just a distraction and this deserves your full attention. Yeah. This deserves to be a priority. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can feel my, um, my, my, I, I guess the slight panic of being like, but what about the attention? Like yeah. the attention from men, I can feel my, myself missing that well, already. Ask, ask your little girl how she feels when yeah. you say that. But what about my attention? Yeah. What yeah. about me? Right? Yeah. What about me? Yeah. So she gets your attention. Yeah. Yeah. How does that feel? Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Clear on next steps? Yeah. 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 And I'm just wrapping you up in the most motherly nurturing hug that I can. Thank you. That's lovely to hear. Yeah. You got this. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. You and your little girl got this together. Hmm. Does this help? Yeah, it really does. Beautiful. Thank you, Amber, for your vulnerability and for your willingness to do that deep work on the show. And I got to tell you, I'm I'm sorry to be so predictable. (laughs) It's like, oh, Christine is going to take a situation that someone's having and track it back to their childhood. Well, yes, most of the time I do. Not all the time, but most of the time I do because... That's where it comes from. And we can drive ourselves crazy trying to deal with present day issues, trying to change something in the present, you know, getting a new dating coach or trying this new thing or da 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 or whatever. We have all these ideas of how to change things in the present. But unless we find root cause, it's it's really hard to shift things. It's it's just like with health. If you have a chronic health problem, you're eventually going to probably try to find a functional medicine doctor who's going to help you get to root cause. Otherwise, you're just slapping medication and and treatments at symptoms. And you don't want to just treat symptoms. You want to treat root cause. So with Amber, she's having the situation where she keeps dating man after man, boy after man, boy after man, boy. And she's wondering why. Well, look back to what she learned about love. Look back to how she felt like she could connect to someone. You know, she felt like her mother was this broken bird that she had to tend to. And so that's how she knows, that's her language of love. And so we all speak a language of love that often isn't love. And that's what I was saying to Amber on the call. We think it's love, but it's just our way of relating. It, it's It's the only way that we could survive because we all need, we all need love. We all need to feel connected to our caretaker. So her language of love is caretaking. So of course she's going to attract people where she can exercise that because that's the only way she knows how to connect. So that's why I really encouraged her. No dating, no dating for at least a year, which is nothing. A year goes by so fast, you guys, so fast. It's already February. And we were just, it was just the holidays. (laughs) So it goes by so, so, so fast. And the time she would waste in dating people that would just repeat the pattern, like you can't get that time back. 
I would much rather any of you take a year off of doing something, whether it be dating or anything else, and not go, oh, I'm wasting that time. No, you're wasting time by continuing to play out the same patterns versus taking a year, handling it, solving it, and then being able to go forward with a new attraction point. And I love that Amber was willing to really take that in. And I also love that she was willing to do that in her work with her little girl, really talking to her, really helping her understand that her mom wasn't hers to care for and that she needs to be cared for and she needs to be loved. So that's her work. And any of you that are in those relationships that you know are are just not working, one, I encourage you to get out of them. Two, I encourage you to look for root cause. And three, I really encourage you to be that amazing partner and parent to yourself. Because until we reparent ourselves, we're going to play out the pattern. And until we become that great partner to ourselves, we're not going to have the partnership that we truly desire. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. And reminder, join us for my next group, christinehouster.com slash group. It's all about calling in your partner, love, dating. We'll talk about all the things, dating on apps, getting over exes, all the things. Only 20 bucks. You can be there live or you can watch the recording, christinehouster.com slash group. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Bye.